Thanks for making the choice to join us now for Until All Have Heard, a report to you from the Far East Broadcasting Company. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Ed Cannon, who is FEBC's president. Thank you for listening. We don't take it for granted, Ed, that people join us here. Our hearts are so full of what God is doing through FEBC. This just gives us another chance to talk about the ministry and what God is doing around the world. And for that purpose, not that we want to elevate your opinion of what FEBC is doing, but we want to share the blessings that we receive by hearing people's response to God's work all around the world. Right. It's so encouraging right. to us here in the United States because yeah. actually we're so very blessed, aren't we? Yeah, I mean, we're coming out of the COVID virus and some of these countries, why it's, it's perhaps even getting a little worse. Yeah. At the time of this recording, here we are in mid-summer of 2021 and things are easing for us, but boy, it sure isn't true in most of the places where our, our broadcasters serve and our listeners tune in to mm-hmm. us from. Yeah, that's right. I was just looking at a, a chart of new cases reported in the country of India and it it spiked extremely way back in March, February and March, and then went down to practically zero. So it was a rising peak and a rapid decline. But it started back up again about the first part of April and has gone right back up to the same level it was in the midst of what we saw as the heaviest part of the pandemic. So those variants are really the problem. Hey, I know the staff of FEBC in these various countries have all been working extra hard. Of course, people are kind of coming to the radio in every country because of the difficulty they're experiencing and they're looking for answers. But we thank God for the staff that we have who have been responding. Tell me about some of the ways that you've learned that uh, they're reaching out during this pandemic time around the world. Well, the, the staff are reaching out in some very difficult places, Southeast Asia and Thailand and Cambodia. The staff have recognized that while the lockdown prohibits them from having large meetings of people, they put their mask on and they go out and they meet in small groups of listeners because those listeners otherwise have no contact with anyone. And we feel like it's an opportunity as the broadcaster, as the voice that they hear in the lonely, dark periods of their night when they have no one else, to meet that face to see that yeah. person life, you mean you're willing to come to me and bring me some spiritual nourishment, some friendship, some fellowship, maybe a cup of tea and chat about the things I hear on the radio is an mm-hmm. enormous blessing to people. I can only imagine. And of course, you know, we have the benefit of uh, for those who choose to be vaccinated, you know, we can get the vaccination. In many parts of the world, that just isn't an option for them. Well, in Pakistan, you have to pay for the vaccination. It costs $150 per person. You, that much? You must pay. And the people in Pakistan, many, many's income is probably $5,000 a year or less. So wow. imagine you have a family of five or six. Well, the vaccination would cost you a third of your monthly salary. And um, yeah. so FEBC yeah. did provide. We said, okay, our staff in Pakistan— you're willing to go out and meet with people. You're willing to put your broadcasts on the airwaves, uh, which uh, could cause some difficulty for us. And mm-hmm. you're willing to do all this. The least we can do for you is pay for you to get vaccinated. Good. In countries Good. like India, m- money wouldn't even help. There's such a limited supply of vaccinations. In such a huge population. Well, yeah, that no no one can get the vaccinations, as is the case with many of our other countries. Even as of this morning, here we are in June, 
And uh, I was just talking with one of our directors who said, oh, yeah, now our staff is just now starting to have access to the vaccination when, when here in the United States, practically everyone's had access to it. Let's talk about some other ways that FEBC has been able to reach out during this difficult time. And along with the difficulty comes opportunity, of course, for the gospel. Uh, one of the ways is by helping uh, people who can't get to church. Uh, have we been putting services on the radio? Well, what, what's been Actually, done? we made an offer in one of our very large countries to say, um, you know, we have capabilities in technology. We have very powerful Internet broadcasts. And all these churches that we're uh, providing the people that listen to our radio and our partners in the ministry, they didn't have the capability of streaming their sermons live or their their services live. Here in the United States, we kind of take that for granted. Oh, I can't go to church, but that's okay. I can sit in the comfort of my living room and watch a live stream of my very own church service. Well, that's just not an option in, in, in many of these countries. So what mm-hmm. we did was we took our technical staff and offered to churches the service to build a web page to show them how they could stream live, even how to install a camera in <laughs> your worship center uh, so that you could say, we're going to stream our service live. And for those congregants who have the capability to receive online transmissions, they could have church. We also encourage them to reach out to your neighbors who can't go to church, who don't have a computer or a cell phone to listen to that. Bring them into your home and you can watch. We've signed up, Wayne, hundreds of churches around the world. I bet. Who yeah. said, oh, I would love for you to help me do that. And then it gives FEBC the advantage to say, oh, and by the way, this website that we're going to put up doesn't just stream your church service live. We're going to put our content on there. We're going to put our archives of podcasts and and streamed materials that you can listen to. You can listen to our broadcast live on this. So not only cool. did the church win, but FEBC gathered many more listeners because of this outreach. But the real yeah. winner, of course, were the people who were isolated, alone, no mm-hmm. access to a body of believer, no access to a church, and now we have transformed their locked down, isolated, discouraging, lonely position to one that has access to all forms of gospel proclamation. That's what they call a win-win-win, right? Yeah, I <laughs> In think any so. language. <laughs> okay, all right. I was just looking at this note from India. This was the case. This listener says, because of the pandemic, I was not able to attend church in person. Your broadcasts are my companion now and a source of fellowship during this difficult pandemic season. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's funny because we used to always say that radio transcends difficult geography, radio transcends difficult political barriers, but now we say even the virus can't yep. stop the spread of the gospel because the radio because the radio needs no vaccination. The radio is healthy all the time, and those voices yeah. of our broadcasters who serve so faithfully uh, in difficulties. You asked about how our our broadcasters are serving. Well, in many of the countries, because of the lockdown, our staff lived in the studios. They'd hmm. physically moved into the studios weeks at a time, eight. So that they could be right there where they were needed. That's right, because it's, they're not allowed to be out on the streets. Everything's kind of shut down. They don't want to be transporting themselves to and from work. 
So we just camped in the studio. And there's a half a dozen or so countries I know. Some of our countries are still doing that. Some of our wow. countries right now, the studios themselves are completely closed. However, we're still putting broadcasts together from people living in their homes with access to technology. And to my knowledge, Wayne, of all the 50-plus countries that FEBC is broadcasting in, in all the 140-some languages that we're broadcasting in, during the pandemic, God has provided so that FEBC has not missed one broadcast. Fabulous. Not one. That's incredible. Wow. It's beyond incredible. It's only because of the power of God and the power of his Mm -hmm. gospel. And when we surrender ourselves to obey his command and do his work, he will show you a way to get it done. (laughs) Well, it wasn't because of the pandemic, but I know a certain president of the Far East Broadcasting Company who used to sleep in a studio in a far off (laughs) land as well, because I visited that country one time and I said to the radio station staff, I said, show me the place where uh, President Cannon sleeps when he comes to visit. And they opened a closet door and a mattress fell out on the floor. And they said, this is Ed Cannon's bedroom. (laughs) It's a joy. The experiences, Wayne, that I have had the privilege of being exposed to around FEBC, I could write a book on it. It's so amazing. But the real joy is seeing the privilege that our broadcasters have to share the good news of Christ with listeners and the way that has blessed them despite their circumstances. Many of our broadcasters would think that that mattress in that closet was uh, luxurious compared to the surroundings where they live in. Yeah. It was high and dry at least, right? Yeah. (laughs) You know, one of the churches that I was talking about that we're uh, putting a live stream out on uh, is in a country that uh, it's communist and it denies access to the gospel. Uh, The church itself, its meeting is is illegal. And when the pandemic started, um, the church said, we're not going to close our doors. We're going to stay open and we're going to broadcast our services through FEBC's help online. And we didn't know how that would work out. The number of people that came to the church declined to almost zero. The broadcast was being streamed to literally hundreds. And when that church opened back up again, the day that they said on the internet, we're going to meet in person because the rules have changed now, we can meet, they had five-fold the number of people in wow. that church service that they had ever had before the service started. Yeah. Just another little example of what's happening in so many places around the world that we don't hear about these reports often enough. We really don't. Um, I'm looking at this letter that came to us. Maybe it was an email. I don't know from India. Do you see this one I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, my wife and I have been married seven years. You want to share that with our listeners? Can I read it, Wayne? Sure. Sure, This is a a letter we would have received from a listener in India. My wife and I have been married for seven years. Since it was an inter-caste marriage, we had no one in our families to turn to. I am a singer and a musician, and that was our only income. My wife developed some emotional problems and was being treated for it. This made me very depressed. During the time of the pandemic, I lost my job. We were both so disappointed. During this period, we happened to listen to your radio broadcast. We called the number that was provided at the end of the program and received counseling and encouragement from your follow-up team. 
We're so thankful for this timely help from both your broadcast and the counseling, and now we're looking forward to life. That's a a one-two punch, as they say, the radio and the counseling, the radio and the in-person ministry. Well, you know, Wayne, these are people that we probably would never have heard from had it not been for the pandemic and their situation. Uh, So many letters that we receive from people talk about losing their job and being depressed. You see, in the countries where FEBC served, there is no unemployment. There is no welfare. There is no one-time pandemic money. Mm-hmm. There is real poverty from the people and truly circumstances that you can imagine would result in people being depressed. We hear letters from people that say, I had a good job before the pandemic started. Now I'm begging on the streets to be able to feed my family. A lot of suffering. Yeah. It's a huge impact on people's lives. And even though we don't wish those circumstances on anyone, God has used those circumstances in so many places where we're broadcasting to call people just like this family we just read about to turn to him. I don't have any place to go. I can't trust my government. My doctors have let me down. But yet your radio is a voice of hope in my home, and it's never stopped I don't have a better friend anywhere in the world than I do in the broadcaster who speaks into my home in these dark, lonely times. And that's the blessing that God has given us through this very, very difficult time. Such a privilege to pray for these people as we hear their stories, Ed. And we want to make uh, our listeners more aware of the prayer needs out there. So we've put together a COVID international prayer guide that our listeners can sign up for at our website, febc.org. You'll see it right there on the website, the COVID International Prayer Guide. Just sign up and you'll receive this. It's beautiful, and uh, you'll be inspired to pray for listeners and these countries around the world. Um, Ed, you want to say anything about that? And then I want you to pray for these listeners who are still suffering the effects of this pandemic and likely are for some time to come. Well, I think that prayer guide... The reason I think that is so important is that one of the obligations that we have, Wayne, at FEBC is sharing what we have the privilege to see around the world that most Americans don't have a window into. They can't Mm -hmm. believe what circumstances people live in in Cambodia or in rural China or in Indonesia. Life is so very different for them. And it keeps us focused on the need for global missions. Our lives as Christians aren't just all about ourselves and our comforts. Our lives are to fulfill God's command that go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations. And the best way we can do that when we're living here in the United States is to pray, is to pray that God's word will clearly and accurately spread. And that when people hear the truth, their hearts will be opened to come to him. Of course, yeah. at the same... It doesn't say go into all the world and preach the gospel when it's easy. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Especially during times of pandemic. We're needed out there, aren't we? The gospel message is more needed than that's ever. That's right. And that wasn't a suggestion. That was, <laughs> no. was a command, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah. So we take it seriously. So, yeah. And, all right. And we never mean to uh, diminish the suffering and the physical needs of our people when we're no. talking about no. the gospel. So if no. if you'd give me the privilege, Wayne... I'd love to pray with our listeners now for these Please people do. around Please. the earth. Lord, we are grateful that you've given us an opportunity to see 
the work that you have done around the world through this very, very difficult time. And Lord, I know there are literally billions of people who are suffering in ways that we could have never imagined before this COVID virus started. No food, no employment, uh, lost loved ones, perhaps even uh, illness themselves, not feeling well. But yet, Lord, we are grateful that your gospel has never slowed down. It has never lost its power to change people's lives, to give people hope. So we do pray, Lord, that as we we look into a future that is unclear for us in this world and how this pandemic is going to affect things, we pray for the um, blessing on people so that the suffering will end. But more importantly, Lord, we pray that your word will get into people's hearts and minds through radio, through pastors, through missionaries, through neighbors, through any source, and that it will be pure and true so that literally, Lord, the outcome of the pandemic virus will be that billions come to know you and share eternity with you. Thanks for Wayne, and thanks for the privilege we have to do this podcast. Thanks for our producer, Joe Carlson and Jonathan Mortise, who helps us in the studio. And we thank you, Lord, for all of the staff that serve through FEBC, through other radio ministries, and through missionary organizations around the earth who, despite the situation of this pandemic, continue to proclaim the good news of Christ and therefore make disciples of all nations. And Lord, we just pray this in the name of your Son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Ed, once again to sign up for the COVID edition of the International Prayer Guide from the Far East Broadcasting Company. Join us when you sign up at febc.org. The Far East Broadcasting Company at febc.org. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week for a new edition of Until All Have Heard.